You're listening to the Business Artist Podcast. I'm Jan Melhouse. Today my guest is Maras. Maras is a rapper and poetry slammer from France and an eloquence and poetry coach. He won uh, the, in 2018 the French Red Bull Championship in battle rap. He, in 2016, he became vice world champion in freestyle rap. And in 2014, he became the French national champion in poetry slam. He has performed on poetry slams and rap festivals on all five continents. And uh, he did this in French, in English, in German, in Italian, even in Japanese. He is an unbelievable artist. I'm really happy that I have him in my show today. Hi, Maras. How are you doing? Hi, Jan. Thank you for inviting. I'm very fine. We have a sunny day today and I'm very glad to be in your podcast. You too. You are in Bordeaux, right? Yes, I'm in Bordeaux in the western part of France, which is very famous for its wine. <laughs> I hope you have some at home. No, I don't have uh, any more wine at home. I uh, used this period to, um, where we had to stay at home to make a, a break with every alcoholic beverage that uh, we could find. So... Uh, there is no more alcohol in my life since uh, nearly two months right now. Wow. How, what kind of impact does it have on you? <laughs> this very positive impact. Indeed, um, people uh, that see me sometime in the street or um, that I see through Skype uh, say that I, I have a good shape right now and that uh, I've lost some kilos and that uh, I seem a bit more healthier. Yeah, that's uh, interesting that um, the lockdown actually has uh, some negative, but also a lot of positive impacts on many people, right? Yes, it's um, it's a very positive impact uh, on the part of I can take time to cook my own foods and to choose better uh, uh, better food for for myself. And uh, obviously, we have less work as artists, but uh, one of the positive sides is really that you can take more time to, to think uh, about yourself, your way of life. Mm -hmm. But now after kind of two months, maybe uh, the time, is it, do, you, do you feel it? I mean, I feel it personally a little bit. I also enjoy it a lot to you know just take my time to go a lot inside work on my on myself and mm, also enjoy food a lot cook but now i feel it's time to move on it's uh, I, i took all of it and now i just want to you know embrace life again how do you see that i'm not sure i'm i think um i'm still not uh totally um the habits that I've spoken during this period of lockdown. Mm -hmm. um, I think they start to prove their, their positive sides and their positive effects only right now. So maybe one month or two months more lockdown would have been even better for me. But uh, uh, that's a positive, that's their own way of, uh, of seeing. What I think also is. Uh, We don't really know how it will happen when we will lock uh, when we when the lockdown will be finished for us. It will be on Monday in France, and uh, everything is free. Or even what? 
uh, on on Monday in France is everything free? Or can you just go out? And... Yeah, uh, not everything, but um, the main part is still um, for us artists. Uh, we will be in a real lockdown for our industry because um, there will not be concerts or bars or restaurants that will be open. But uh, everything else will be open and people can go back to work uh, as they were uh, used before. I understand. So, yeah, so you've been an artist who was traveling all around the world. You, um, you had workshops in schools, you did concerts, you did um, contests. Um, your work was really being with people and traveling and performing. So all that stopped uh, all of a sudden. And uh, I think you are one of many who, who had this uh, impact on their life. How, I mean, it also stops the money inflow, of course, immediately. Um, how did you deal with that? Well, yeah, we just spoke of the positive effects before. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is um, now I will talk about all the bad sides of the lockdown and all the bad sides of the crisis. But um, we still have to keep in mind that my point of view is I could find some positivity in all this, in, in the globality of the crisis. But um, the negative parts obviously are all of a sudden We, I didn't have any more workshops. I couldn't do any concerts anymore. My whole tour, in, I had a, a tour in Singapore, in Korea, and in Vietnam, um, and also in Spain, uh, which was a lot of my possibility of incomes and uh, a lot of my possibilities to continue to discover the world because I never went to uh, Singapore, Vietnam, uh, or Korea. Mm -hmm. And all this was stopped by by the lockdown and by the corona crisis. So artists uh, had really to to take that that impact uh, on the financial part, but also on on the part of um, uh, life experience, because uh, a big part of of my job, uh, which I like, is the part of Uh, getting life experience that's why i chose that uh to do arts mm -hmm. and now um i'm not sure that i will have the possibility to to go back uh, to teach poetry in schools in korea uh, before one two or three years mm -hmm. yeah so there there is a big impact uh for artists i think yeah so um i hope and i'm quite positive actually um that you know we will go back to i mean i think the world will never be the same again but i think i think it will have shaped positively and i think we will go back to concerts to people hugging to going out and having fun and uh, being in, in masses of people but um Still, right now, I think um, many artists have to think about um, how this new life will shape their art. What are your thoughts about it? Mm. I'm I'm not sure we will be able to go back to concerts uh, direct. Um, 
the way we were used to, but I hope so, mm -hmm. because I also organize a lot of events uh, and concerts are uh, typically events that I organized. Mm. But during that uh, lockdown, we have seen artists organizing concerts, um, organizing uh, expositions, and um, organizing a lot of uh, a lot of shows through Instagram, through TikTok, through Zoom. Um, so artists will always find a way to express themselves because art is only a way to express something you have in yourself mm -hmm. whatever you have uh, as uh, possibilities to do it so you will use your if you don't if you only have your phone to express your art you will still do art but through your phone mm -hmm. the question is will it still trigger you as much as it did when you did it live and with real contact because you were used to something different before. But if you have to adapt yourself to sync arts for uh, with uh, new in a new world, you will sync arts differently. The question is, for me, will artists be able to adapt themselves to a new world? And will the artist be the same people as we had in the previous world or in the previous time? Mm -hmm. Maybe now an artist, um, let's say that maybe it will, be, it will be more difficult for a painter to be an artist as for a graphic designer. A graphic designer maybe can be much more easier an artist right now in this period and maybe in the future, uh, more than a painter. Uh, you understand what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know what okay. you mean. Let's say about your art, performing arts and uh, um, poetry. Did you? What kinds of way did you find to express yourself? And also, what kinds of way did you find, or are you pursuing to do business with your art? I did some poetry workshops on Zoom. Mm -hmm. Yesterday we organized some poetry workshops on Zoom. Mm -hmm. We also organized some poetry workshops with school on a dedicated platform. Mm -hmm. So for teaching, I think there was a lot of Skype conferences and um, a lot of possibilities to um, be with people and share your experience and to transmit. Yes. Um, therefore, I don't really. Uh, I, I'm. I'm not really afraid for the future um, on that part. I think if we have to take um, some measures, this. The question will more be uh, for me, will I in the future be able to, um, to propose and to really uh, how to, how to uh, share my 
my arts, my what I know, how to do uh, master classes and workshops efficiently through these platforms. And that's the way we have to think as performing artists who teach their art also, because teaching our art is a part of the income, is a part of the work, is a part of transmitting, which is really important. Now, for the part of really perform in life uh, in front of people, um, especially for me, who is a freestyler, that means that I need people to give me some words, to give me, um, to give me some emotions mm-hmm. and to interact, to do my show. And for that thing, right now, I still not find the solution to um, continue to transmit the same feeling as you had when you came to the show. Mm-hmm. Because right now I do some, sometimes some freestyle sessions on Instagram, but people then write their words in the Instagram chat and I use the words in the Instagram chat to do my freestyle, but it's, it's still not the same feeling because on, on the Instagram live uh, show, people come and they can just switch uh, after 30 seconds, one minute, two minutes. The distraction uh, of, of internet will do that people just switch to another channel very quickly. Yes. And you don't have the same in intensity mm-hmm. as when you are live. And how can performing artists just find this intensity? Because this intensity is really important for them. I think, uh, honestly, and that's why I think we have to go back to, or we have to go to a world where, you know, we are still having, um, you know, masses of people being together without being afraid and where you know you hug each other because you can't do everything digital which which you do in real life um, but but I agree I mean I, I think the Instagram live for example is something which is like as long as you can't do it is is a good um, alternative and also maybe it's an additional channel what do you think yeah yeah, as long as we can do it, that's an additional channel. Maybe you can gain some followers. I've seen a lot of my friends uh, who are doing the same arts as me, mm-hmm. um, having a, a push in, in their followers and subscribers on the internet. But um, I, I'm still afraid of how will be the future because if we have to be all... Uh, with one meter distance and if um, we will not be if people are afraid how how will deal the state with the informations of the corona crisis if they if in two or three months the media uh, journalism uh, internet where wherever you go um, if the words about corona crisis are words full of fear people will be afraid to go to some shows i i remember when 
when at the beginning corona crisis was still we we still had no lockdown but uh we felt there would be a lockdown soon people didn't go anymore out because they were already afraid because there were a climate of fear so um if people continue to use this climate of fear just to do headlines this an impact for example might be uh, a real disparition of um of performing artists for example yes um what do you think? I mean, uh, you, I think, have a very successful doctor in Marseille, I think, in France, who's, uh -huh. uh, you know, working with hydroxychloroquine plus zinc plus like uh, a third component and he has huge successes with it, even with worldwide recognition. So in my opinion, if um, the media reports, you know, one week, heavily on it that this uh, treatment you know kind of heals everybody i think the fear will be gone what do you th what do you think this fear will be gone definitely yeah. it's that's that's impressive how fast people can change their mind about one thing mm -hmm. the first week of coronavirus yes. um, there was a, there was a real wave like Oh, that's something stupid. Um, people had no fear, and the one week after, the same people were sharing posts where they said, "But why did even my neighbor today go out twice? How is that possible that my neighbor is going out twice to do?" to uh, to do his uh, um, buying stuff uh, for food and whatever so um, it's the climate is very depending of the media obviously because uh, people switch their minds today very quickly um, I would even change the word quickly and say clickly that means that <laughs> by a click you can change your mind by the but is, yes, it's very sudden. You just have to do two or three clicks and you will change your mind. You will change the direction of something. And um, yeah, mm -hmm. that's uh, uh, about Professor Raoult in France. Obviously, uh, during one week, everyone thought, okay, now we have the medication and uh, some people took more risks. And other people, uh, one week after, when uh, they said, no, it's not a solution and he has not found any, uh, any, any cure for the uh, coronavirus, uh, directly people uh, were even more locked, uh, locked down. So it's very depending of what message does the state and the media give. Yes, I agree with you. Um, how, is it, how is it right now in France? Uh, the media is full of uh, fear news, like every, like in most other parts of the world, or? Yes, I think we have uh, very strong fear news, and the the climate uh, is very hard uh, 
on uh, you suspect always someone uh, someone else to have uh, the virus and yeah the climate is not so let's say the atmosphere is not friendly between uh, between people or around but individually there is a part paradox the friendship with neighbors for example started through the coronavirus crisis because now i've talked to my neighbors because they were the only people i could see mm -hmm. and now i know the face and even the name and even the instagrams of my neighbors which would never have happened if there will not have been the crisis Mm -hmm. because I don't know if you have this in other countries, but each day at 8 p.m., everyone um, goes to his window and start to make noise to, during two minutes, um, you have to applause or to uh, play drums with, uh, with iron sticks just to say thank you to all the med medical uh, people who are working out uh, during the crisis. Yeah. I don't know if you have that tradition also in, in uh, other countries. I know it's in countries. Italy and Spain for sure as well. I mean, I live in Spain. Where I live, it's not the case, but in Madrid, mm. I think it's the case. I think where I live here in Andalusia, you know, it's not a very, I mean, in my part where I live, Corona crisis is almost not there. Nobody has it. <laughs> But okay. still we have the lockdown, the total lockdown. Uh, and the, the very interesting change that I found is when you can go out, uh, then people greet each other now on the street. I mean, that never happened before. Uh, and you see somebody you've never seen and you just say hello and they say hello. Just it's a natural thing. I don't know why, but it's also very interesting. Yeah, that's interesting to see people maybe saying more hello, but um, at the same time, um, in France, for example, we are very close to each other. When we say hello, normally we we make we, we kiss uh, each other. We we take in arms each other. And right now, there is a everyone respects this distance. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. we say maybe a more uh, we we say a bit more hello, but uh, with a bit more distance also. Yes. Mm. And um, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to ask, um, what do you see for yourself now um, if the lockdown or if very hard restrictions um, keep, keep uh, you know, being present for the, for the next month, how will you work on your business? Because, of course, I mean, uh, art business is a big part of being an artist. Yeah, I, I think I will have to that's what we talked before i see right now um three possibilities the first possibility is um anyway we will have to go back to how it was before because else nobody can leave mm -hmm. the second possibility is um, so the first possibility is obviously with a lot of fight with the state and uh, maybe a 
transgression way of being artist. Mm -hmm. It's um, I can't do art alone at my home through screens. Basta. I go back in the street and I do arts, even if the police catch me, even if uh, it's illegal, just doing art. That's the first, that's the first possibility if there is a hard lockdown. Mm -hmm. And then you will maybe develop a transgressive art, a rebellion, rebellion art. Yes. Um, I haven't seen any, any rebellious <laughs> art uh, until now. Have you seen any rebellious kind of art in, the, in this lockdown phase? Worldwide? Uh, I've heard, for example, um, obviously I can't say names, yes. but um, there is some poets in, near Bordeaux mm -hmm. um, who, who went in the streets to start poetry shows. Right. And you don't have the right to do this because in France right now, when you go out, you have... Uh, a paper with only four or five possibilities and this is buy stuff uh, doing a one hour walk or uh, doing a work that is allowed and uh, going out for your health to a doctor or um, or to a labo who which which will uh, do some well to test yourself for coronavirus or any other disease. So there are the four possibilities uh, why you are allowed to go out in France nowadays. Yes. And this was illegal to go in the street and perform poetry, for example. And I know some poets who did this, but um, obviously the uh, level of media they reached is very low because um, they tried to do it in a big city but the cops came very quickly hmm. so they went to smaller cities and there they can they were able to do some some shows and some poetry lectures during 30 minutes 45 minutes mm -hmm. and this is exactly what um, I underlined before Yes, that's a transgressive art yes. might come through uh, too hard lockdown. Mm -hmm. The second possibility is if the state gives, for example, um, the possibility to make concerts or to make uh, expositions in uh, exhibition shows maybe with a small amount of people imagine that for example they say okay now people will be able to do concerts but there are not allowed to be 100 or more people together in the same room mm -hmm. if that's a decision of the state performing artists like me can even be the winner of the situation because Nicki Minaj or a Justin Bieber can't do a show in front of 100 people unless they pay very much. True. Because uh, they need the, the way they need to, um, <laughs> the money they need to do their shows is 
uh, really hard to find 100 people paying for um, making it rentable. But artists like me, we are typically the artists who are able to play in front of 100 people because we will be rentable even with three people there. <laughs> so that's uh, a second possibility is that um, in German, they have a, a word I love that doesn't exist in French. And I don't know if there is a, a synonym in English, but they name it Kleinkunst. And Kleinkunst does mean in English, small, uh, small arts. Mm -hmm. So smaller artists will maybe have an opportunity after the crisis mm -hmm. or while, while going out of the crisis. And it depends of the positions and the laws in your country. So that's the second possibility. Yes. The third possibility is transgressive arts do not uh, take a big part of the game and there is still a hard lockdown. If we continue to have arts that are mainly distributed through our screens and through internet, I'm afraid that the big winners will be the bigger industries of the music and of uh, whatever arts, because they right now have much more money to just make it rentable to do shows on internet, whether it's very hard for artists like me to say, come to my concert on internet and pay 10 euro for your place and 10, pay 10 euro for the concert. But with a big leverage possibility and with millions of subscribers, which are the bigger player of the games, um, people can do shows for one euro or 50 cents. So bigger players and uh, worldwide companies might be the winner on the internet part if the lockdown uh, continues to be very strict. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably the same for, for most businesses. Not even art. I would I would think that even, you know, in whatever business, uh, manufacturing or um, distribution of goods, um, like we see already now with Amazon, I think the the big players will win if the lockdown uh, keeps on going. Yes, um, we have already seen it with Amazon. Yes, exactly. Because smaller libraries can't sell books anymore, mm -hmm. and Amazon continues to sell books of even independent writers but before the lockdown people went to independent libraries to buy books of independent writers that was more kind of attendance because you want uh, buying independent stuff is also a philosophy and i've seen um, a bookseller because I said libraries, I don't know if libraries is the real word, but I, I meant something like uh, places where you can sell books. Mm 
Um, I've seen a bookseller asking for people to wait to buy books of independent authors also because right now mm. Amazon is just taking all the stuff and there will be uh, more difficult even more difficulties when uh, the lockdown is finished you've already bought the book of someone then you won't go back to buy it again mm. and um, yeah the the industry the art is there uh, a real uh is, is the same as the business in, in as every business because smaller people are loser during the lockdown is this already a talking point uh, among artists are you in the in your community what are you talking about right now are you thinking about uh, new possibilities new channels or is it more that you in the phase where you talk about the problems you have or the fears and dangers or what kind of state of the mind is there right now? Some artists tried to speak with me about um, fears and about problems they have during the crisis, but I'm the kind of people who accept very rarely to speak of problems uh, and negative things when I don't have the solution. So uh, I did an exception for your podcast, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, generally when people try to, to speak uh, about how bad they feel during the crisis and that there is no more job for the artist and how will they do financially, I just say, we will find solutions. We will have to adapt ourselves. And um, I try to keep it positive. And if I see... Um, the person in front of me um, tries to continue to analyze why we have so many problems and uh, how bad it goes. Uh, I just closed on the conversation because I don't need that energy to bring me back in a mood where I won't find solutions. Mm -hmm. So I prefer to talk with artists with, who, who said, okay, right now um, I do a podcast uh, every, every two days And during my podcast, um, I try to sell T-shirts and to sell uh, and to sell whatever stuff uh, of myself. Uh, and during this podcast, also people can just give uh, some tips. Um, and that way, I've earned, for example, fifty uh, euro during my um, during my show uh, on internet which never happened before is locked on. Mm -hmm. So I try to speak with people who find solutions. And obviously artists around me, uh, I can find some artists who have solutions. For example, one of them is just going through every rap battle uh, that have been done um, until yet. He watches the rap battle again and he just commented like, uh, like uh, for example, Frank Lampard commenting a, a football game. Mm -hmm. uh, so he just, something that you don't had the time to do before, yes. but which is still interesting. 
Um, he goes through the rap battle and analyzes every rhyme and every uh, every position of uh, of the of the battle MCs, and he just commented, which makes him being a YouTuber. But at least he has found he has found an activity that made expand and explode his YouTube channel. He started it. Uh, two weeks or three weeks after the uh, first day of lockdown. And now he has already more than 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. Wow. Yes. I mean, he, I have to he, say that my podcast, I, may, I have 10 times more listeners than before the lockdown. So there is a big chance to, to really build up your digital business right now, I think. Yes, but it's a digital business job or YouTuber job. It's not... For example, he is a battle MC, but mm -hmm. he will be more acting as a YouTuber right now as in a battle MC. Yeah. So you use your experience from, an, from, from your artist being to build up a new business, even a digital business, to bring growth in your, in your page, in your networks, in your Instagram, in your Facebook. You can bring growth and content, definitely. And that will build up your community. But you won't do the job of what you have done as an artist. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think? Um, do you think if uh, let's say again now with this vision it will come back to times where we have real concerts like before, uh, maybe even better ones, um, and where there's no fear at all. Do you think these uh, digital activities which are built up now they will keep existing on the uh, as an additional stream um can you ask your question a bit differently because i didn't really understood yes so so when we let's say now you go back on because because you're also doing now now instagram live uh, freestyle sessions and maybe you also build up um, more digital um like coaching sessions for example um, yeah. Will you keep on doing that when you go back to traveling the world, going on concerts? I will keep it in mind. I have to. Because who says that people uh, and that this crisis won't come again? Mm -hmm. Maybe it will not be the corona crisis. Maybe it will be another disease. Maybe it will even be something with the weather when you where you can't go out anymore because we don't know from what tomorrow is built off. Um, that's what I've learned during the crisis because I had the intention to do these workshops on internet and on uh, uh, the dig digital, to develop myself digitally much more. Mm -hmm. This is an intention I had already before the lockdown, but I did not took the time to do it. And that's my big regret because um, if I've had done it before during the lockdown, I would have been a much more bigger winner. Uh, well, at least on the financial part. Yes. So I will prepare myself for the next time something like this can happen 
um, and this is very important. So I will continue to, even after the crisis, to digitally work and develop uh, our businesses because we don't know from what is built tomorrow. And especially the nature right now, we have seen a lot of positive effects of the crisis for um, all the atmosphere and the biology around us. And if we start again back with our industry that will have to work twice as much as before because they want to, uh, to be rentable on the year and they've lost two or three months of, of business uh, in their schedule, maybe the nature's answer will be even more stronger the, same t the next time. And then we will be happy to have prepared ourselves to already be in a lockdown position and to be able to transmit through conferences, through masterclasses on internet. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope that, uh, and I'm quite positive that we don't go uh, back to our old life. Uh, I definitely don't think we will go back to the new, no we will go to the new normal which the worldwide media wants to wants us to you know to condition to, but um, I think we will go to a different future, which hopefully will keep the nature as beautiful as it is right now, with dolphins in Venice and the clear clear um, heaven and beautiful weather. <laughs> I pray for it. I pray for it. I hope so. Good. Um, so, Maras, if um, people want to find you um, online if they are interested in, you know, following your art, if they're interested in workshops, um, where can they find you? So they can find me on Instagram, uh, Maras Poesy. Mm -hmm. Like Poesy is uh, always written like in French. Yes. P-O-E-S-I-E. -E. So Maras Poesy, the website www.maraspoesy.com, Facebook Maras Poesy. Um, Instagram, Maras Poesy, everywhere I'm always Maras Poesy. So if people want to listen to the music or to listen to something, they just have to tip something, to tip Maras Poesy and they will find me. And uh, I will put the links in the notes of the podcast as well. And if they're interested uh, in your coaching, what kind of coaching and in which languages are you offering it right now? I'm offering um, coaching in French and in German. So uh, they, they will be able to develop their skills of creat creative writing. Yes. How to write creatively, uh, for example, for an ad or for, for yourself, how to write a story, how to write a poem, which a lot, uh, with a lot of metaphors and how to have punchlines because a punchline is something that will stay in your head and that will stay in the head of uh, the persons who you are talking to. So how to create punchlines? Punchline doesn't have to be negative. A punchline also can be positive. That's why during my workshops, I also teach you how to make compliments, how to make strong compliments and not uh, compliments that people will forget but mm -hmm. to say something that people will keep in mind all their life. How to make this kind of sentences 
how to bring a punchline, how to say it. We also work on it and uh, we have uh, several lessons about how to say something that will stay in the mind of people because obviously there is how to write it, but how you will say it is also very important. And that are the things that I teach during uh, my classes of eloquence or poetry. So is it like a one-on-one -on -one session which you book with you or is it like a group session? How does it work? The, it is group sessions uh, with uh, up to 15 people mm -hmm. where you can interact with me and where um, we chat. Uh, we have the voice uh, and we can also activate the video during Zoom, Zoom conferences. I think people basically uh, know how Zoom works. So everyone cuts the mic um, during writing times. And once we have finished to write, uh, we activate the, cam the cameras and the microphones and people can um, practice, practice. And yes. I, I'll give feedbacks and give um, some tips and some tricks to perform even better. And if somebody would like one-on-one -on -one coaching from you, we offer that too? Or? Um, I offer that, but most of the time I do group sessions because um, I think it's more uh, relevant to, to, to work as a group because you can also learn while seeing the mistakes or during seeing the errors of uh, others. When you see someone else uh, trying to... When you see someone else's defaults, you can better notice the defaults because on yourself, you are not all every time objective. Um, so the observation of how other does is also important. But obviously I do a lot of one-of-one -of -one sessions um, most of the time with already uh, practicing artists, mm -hmm. but I, I, can, I can on special demons do one-on-one uh, -on -one sessions. Perfect. And you find uh, the group sessions on your website as well? The most of the time I uh, offer the, uh, the possibility to take part of a workshop. So if people follow me, they will see a story where I say, okay, today, Saturday uh, at four, we'll be uh, making a workshop session. Uh, if you want to participate, uh, write an inbox, write me a message and we will uh, inscribe you. Perfect, great. Good, um, I, I really thank you for our interview, uh, Maras. It was great to talk to you. I um, hope for all artists that um, we will see a future with big concerts, which great, with great stages, with art in all different ways. Plus we see a lot of additional digital channels to enjoy it in many different ways. Yes, I hope so also. Great. Thank you Thank for you. the interview. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.